Hello, welcome to High Times Start Crimes, episode number six. I'm Chris. And I'm Nat. And today we're going to talk about some sneaky, sneaky ladies of the witch variety. But before we get started, I do want to say a quick shout out to that one person in France who's listened to like all of our episodes. It means a lot to us. You're amazing. You are amazing. You and are also amazing. a big shout out to everyone in Columbus, Ohio. Hell yeah. That's incredible. That's so cool. We appreciate you. So originally, we had a special surprise for you. We were going to drink psychedelic water, um, and we did, and we recorded, but the file was corrupted. Yeah, unless you want to hear, hear just my audio <laughs> and nothing else. You kicked me out. <laughs> you decided it's... to go solo. <laughs> it didn't go well, guys. <laughs> I am not a solo act. <laughs> so instead <laughs> well i'm drinking rum today <laughs> and i'm drinking vodka and we're still gonna talk about witches we are um if you do want to know more about psychedelic water we're still drinking it in the second episode so it's gonna sound weird yeah. um it was 30 dollars for six cans it tasted like paint it was awful <laughs> i would not recommend trying to put it down your gullet no um I did, however, feel very sedate the rest of the day. Oh. But yeah. that's about it. No, I mean, I, I could have used, used THC and it would have done the exact same thing. So <laughs> there wasn't anything psychedelic about it. Yeah. Nah, no, it was just kind of didn't taste good. No. Yeah. So. Wah, wah, wah. So we're going to the classic booze. Booze, booze, booze. Booze cruise. Oh, um, also. Even though we did do it in the second episode, it's not illegal, technically speaking, so there you go. Um, So yeah, we'll be going over a few topics this episode that relate to hallucinogens, poisonings, and masturbation and all that. Um, Of course, there's some murder mixed in there too, and as usual, if any of those or the following topics make you uncomfortable, I think now would be a good time to just kind of pick another episode and move on with your life. Well, there's nothing wrong with masturbation. No. You won't kill kittens and Jesus will still love you. Correct. Yes. This is this <laughs> from the religious person in the room that is correct. Also, you're not going to get chlamydia. So that's good. Jesus turned water into to wine. I'll say that. So you can fuck. <laughs> <laughs> Consensual relationships are important. The only dangerous part is sexually transmitted diseases. So just make sure if you are going to be sexually active... Know where your person's been. Also, don't you should not have a baby then. <laughs> you don't watch have your, watch your baby making organs. <laughs> if you don't want a baby, don't have a baby. Did we talk about this last time? Pulling pull, out pull is out. not the greatest procedure. <laughs> no matter how many times I've been told. <laughs> Wait, I thought you said it was a hundred percent. It's a hundred percent. Men have told me pulling out is 100% reliable. Wait, were you being facetious when you told me that? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) I believed you. (laughs) I believed you. It's okay. You don't have to deal with dicks. I get it. Thank goodness. I'm so glad I don't have to deal with dicks. Ugh. Well, I digress. <laughs> you do. You do digress. 
Uh, so uh, we're going to start with, or we're going to do, the Nightshade family. The Solanacea family has so much variety. It includes potatoes, tomatoes, chili peppers, even tobacco. It also includes what we're going over, mandrake, henbane, belladonna, datura, and brugmansia. Good stuff. And then most of these plants are found in tropical regions of Latin America. Good for you, Latin America. Yay, you're more fun than us. (laughs) (laughs) If fun is poison? We haven't gotten to all of it. (laughs) All right. So let's get more specific and talk about the good times and the bad times of each of these herbs. Yeah. So I'm going to be talking about the first herb. It's called belladonna. And I'm sure most of you have heard this, if not for that name, then for the more common name, deadly nightshade. Or also Devil's Cherries, which I think is like a really good name because they are little uh, blackened berries and they can kill people very easily. It takes about five berries to kill an adult. So that's a good reason why you don't put the Devil's Cherries in your mouth. Don't put (laughs) (laughs) your fault. You gave me rum. (laughs) You told me to drink it and I did. That's okay. We're going <laughs> to this episode's going to be great. We do not want to re-record things and we've had to re-record a lot, you guys. Like this has not been an easy road. No. <laughs> um also fun fact to all of my fellow, I can only assume my generation of people who read Warrior Cats as a kid. Uh because Deadly Nightshade in those books was called Deathberries. Yeah, so also a good fitting name because it kills you. That was not my generation. That's okay. Uh, the name also rightfully translates to beautiful women, as it, is, it was a common practice within the Renaissance of Italy to place droplets of it into their eyes, because then it would enlarge their pupils due to the atropine inside, and it would make them look larger and prettier, and everyone wanted that. I want that. You want that? Yeah. The green eyes just aren't cutting it. I want beautiful, Aww, green big eyes are so pretty. black eyes. But I like it because it looks like the demons on uh, Supernatural, and I oh. think they look so cool. Yeah, that's that's a pretty good reason for anything, really. Yeah. <laughs> Unfortunately, of course, with anything that's toxic, uh, there are side effects. And if you put droplets of poison in your eyes, you're going to go blind later in life. So that was kind of the downside. In Greek mythology, the genus name for Belladonna derives from Atropos, one of the three faces responsible for measuring and ending the strings of human life. Belladonna specifically was the one that cut the thread. I think that's also pretty fitting. Uh, The plant itself is, of course, a large bush made up of dull green leaves, violet or green-tinged flowers, and those small, shiny black berries. usually stands about five feet tall, so it's not hard to miss. That's a tall poisonous plant that's a tall boy that's like is that taller than kendra no tender's a couple inches taller <laughs> <laughs> uh though more commonly found in southern europe to asia belladonna has become a naturally occurring plant throughout all parts of the world this is mainly because despite its toxic nature it is incredibly useful Hyoscyamine, scopolamine, and atropine are all medicinal alkaloids used for things like sedatives, stimulants, and antispasmodics today. It's also very useful for eye appointments because of, you know, the droplet. But now we figured out it causes blindness, and so instead of giving like a whole drop of this toxic uh, berry, we just do like one out of 130th 
thousand diluted, so one out of one hundred and thirty thousand units of whatever. Um, now, obviously, this is a very witchy thing, and it's used for salves, specifically the flying ointment that we are going to be talking about in the second episode, so I won't go into that too much. But it was also used for its toxic qualities and poisoned arrows and all that fun stuff in history. Um, belladonna poisoning presents itself in a progressive way. It can include dilated pupils, as we've discussed, but also light sensitivity, blurred vision, tachycardia, loss of balance, headaches, rash, dry throat and mouth, slurred speech, urinary retention, constipation, confusion, uncontrolled vomiting, hallucinations, coma, delirium, and convulsions. Trading belladonna is very symptomatic. It often involves sedation, oxygen therapy, antiemetics, which is a preventative for vomiting, electrolyte therapy, and anticonvulsants, as well as just intense monitoring. And it is a absolutely brutal way to die. Can you imagine all the different people that have had belladonna poisoning that they had to research to come up with all of those side effects? Yeah, just a big... <laughs> It's not like one person was like, well, I got some slurred speech and I'm constipated. (laughs) (laughs) A lot of people, well, the thing about Belladonna is I'm sure they learned about a lot of these symptoms from kids. Because unfortunately, what looks more yummy than a little berry on a bush? Oh. Yeah, so a lot of kids accidentally get poisoned by this plant and it, it sucks. It's the reason why, I mean, I as a kid was told never to eat a berry. I didn't know what it was. I don't like fruit, so I just didn't eat them anyway. I guess that works. (laughs) So I do have a case for you guys on Belladonna, but it's not very detailed. There isn't a lot of information on it because it occurred in 17th century Italy. But supposedly a woman named uh, Juelia Tofana poisoned and murdered about 600 men within the span of 50 years. Um, Now, it's important to preface all of this with the fact that this occurred in the 17th century Renaissance Italy because divorces weren't a thing. Uh, Women were very often married into their person, and it was not by choice, and they could not leave. And the man in the relationship was allowed to physically abuse and punish however they saw fit. So it wasn't very good. Not consensual. No. Like I said, that sheep from before had more rights. Sheep <laughs> sheep have more rights than, than women. Which Sad. Sucks. Uh, Julia Tufana was something of an anti-hero in her time because of all this, because she saw this horrid, terrible stuff going on. And she was like, huh, okay, I, I want to do something about that. And so she mixed arsenic, lead, and belladonna and produced a makeup line. As one does. Uh, the makeup line was titled Aqua Tofana. Uh, the poisonous portions of this makeup line were tasteless and unnoticeable. So she would sell these specific toxic uh, makeup powders to the people who wanted their partner dead. And then would also just sell normal makeup on the side to kind of hide her business. She's obviously brilliant. Obviously, she's one of the most brilliant people in her time. Yeah. Underrated. Very underrated. <laughs> What did I say last time? The Deadpool of her time. The Deadpool. But with makeup. But with and her makeup. limbs don't grow back. And <laughs> <laughs> so a couple minor differences. Just minor. Just tiny. Um, 
So, yeah, a lot of women and some men would come to her for these poisons to kill their partners. And so those that did were ferociously loyal to her because they basically saved their lives from this just years of torment. Um, so nobody, if if they would tell anybody about uh, Julia Tofana's business, it would be all hush-hush. Um, otherwise, of course, I mean, her makeup was pretty well known and a lot of people liked it. Um, but the process of poisoning itself was pretty simple. All the spouse had to do was add just a few droplets or a few pieces of the powder into the target's meal over the course of a couple of days. And then they would slowly start to show symptoms and it would feel more natural than just sudden poison and dead. And so there weren't many trials or anything for the, for the widows of these situations because, I mean, it just looked like a normal disease, so... Really, really smart. Can you imagine what their census looked like? Their census? <laughs> like how they do the census every 10 years, and they're like, oh, wow. Wow. Men in this town only live to 45. You know? What is going on? You know how uh, the world is full of more women than men? Yeah. I wonder if that's why. It could be. Yeah. You got rid of a lot of dudes. Mm. Oh, well, you know what? Good riddance. Sorry, not all dudes. Hashtag not all. <laughs> Hashtag not all dudes. But, like, the people who deserved it deserved it. Also, though, <clears throat> um, I mean wars, too. Because, like, the men just went off to mm. wars. That's true. Sorry, I had to take a swig. Yeah. Yeah. It's a hot room. It hot is a closet. Hot, hot closet. But at least it has a table now. <laughs> <laughs> Doing hot, not yoga. Hot, not yoga. <laughs> Okay, so through her poisons, Julia Tofana was able to free a lot of women and even some men from these horrid, horrid marriages. And unfortunately, she does have a downfall in this. Um, after those 50 years, she did sell her poison to a younger girl who that night approached her husband's bowl of soup with the poison and hesitated. In her like guilt of all of this, instead of just like not putting the poison in the soup and calling it a day. She started panicking and she confessed to the whole thing and said, Julia, uh, Julia Tufana did it and blah, blah, blah. And then she got in huge trouble. So then Julia Tufana uh, tries to escape the mob of angry men who are like, this woman's been killing us for 50 years. And she takes sanctuary in a church, which they do allow. But unfortunately for her and i guess the church the mob of men tore down the doors snatched her up and dragged her away regardless so that's just like they didn't even do that in hunchback of notre dame <laughs> i didn't watch that you didn't wa i'm not really a disney person okay if it was a disney or a pixar i think or it's whatever. i think it's dreamworks I'm not really a DreamWorks person. It might be Disney. But either way, there's obviously less men now. Why didn't the women all come together and beat the shit out of the men? Man, I don't know. Throw poison at them. They have plenty of poison. I mean, poison is the uh, murder weapon of choice by women. The trial, if you can call it that, was short-lived. Uh, she was pronounced guilty after her own confessions and hanged in Rome, uh, Rome's Campo de Fiora in 1659. Um, with this and her confession, there were some other people who did get in trouble and got caught for poisoning their partners, and they were also executed. So our next one is Datura. It's also known as Jimson Weed, Thorn Apple, Moonflower, or Sacred Daturas. Um, 
The Datura species have been revered as sacred visionary plants among, the mo among most cultures around the world. Archaeological evidence shows that Datura has been used for at least 3,000 years in the southwestern United States <laughs> and even longer in other parts of the world. The sacred Datura is also called moonflower, a reference to the fact that the flowers open late in the day. Hawk moths are a primary pollinator. I'm going to say what I just said before, too. Yeah! <laughs> is that in Miraculous, I legit thought that the bad guy was a hog moth and not hawk moth. Hawk moth. And I learned a very important thing today. Which is literally the least scary thing ever. But I guess when you're up against a cat and a ladybug, I don't know. I don't know. A, a cat dressed all in leather and a ladybug. And that has hearts. I mean, her outfit is still spots, but she has the heart. Yeah, she's got thing. heart stuff. Yeah. Versus an old man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't remember what the old man is. It's a, uh, spoiler alert, it's it's uh, Cat Noir's dad. You didn't know that? Oh, Hawk Moth? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's okay, I knew that, yeah. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. some friggin' old man. <laughs> yeah, I did know that. Okay, I've seen, good. like, all six seasons. Oh, I have not. I've seen most of it, though. Maybe you should get yourself a seven-year-old. Oh, well, I don't have Netflix, so even if I had a seven-year-old, I wouldn't be able to get caught up. Anyway, <laughs> there are pictographs at Painted Cave State Historic Park. The Chumash Indians of Southern California use Datura as a sacred and medicinal plant. Archaeologists have interpreted the spiny silhouette around the circles in the pictograph to be Datura fruits. So this has been used for a long time. Yeah. The genus Datura has about 9 to 12 known species that occur widely throughout the temperate and warmer parts of both the old and the new world. Do we live what's, in the new world? What's considered... Oh, damn it. I was supposed to ask you that. What is considered the new world? Um, Hawaii? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hawaii is the new world and everywhere else just doesn't matter. <laughs> <laughs> um, I we only learned American history. We didn't learn anything else at my school. They don't teach us history in general. They teach they teach us the good history. They teach us lies, not about the fact that Columbus is a terrible human being, or that blankets are always filled with smallpox. Apparently, what? Well, that's how we killed the Native Americans. I didn't know that. Oh my shit! Look, I I grew up on terrible history too. I was homeschooled. <laughs> I mean, I guess at least I knew that the, the, what are they called? The pilgrims? <laughs> <laughs> the pilgrims wanted to give them blankets, and the blankets Aww. contained smallpox, and it took out a very large number of Native Americans. But they, they were trying to be nice. No. They, no, it was on purpose. <gasps> yeah. You can't. White people are terrible. Holy shit. And white... I can say this because I'm white. Yeah, I'm also white. What the fuck, white people? Right? Us? Yeah. We're the worst. We are the worst. Although, I'm not going to lie. Sometimes I live next to people and I've wanted to give them smallpox blankets, too. <laughs> but they were vaccinated. It wouldn't have done anything. There's a spider. Or a bug. Can you squash that? Oh, my gosh. <laughs> she squashed it with her hand. You squashed it with your hand. Look, you can't even tell. Oh, my gosh. It's fine. Wow. I'm a god over spiders. All right, you keep going. Tell your story. I'm going to sit back with my booze. <laughs> Move my microphone. Back we shouldn't here. do this on booze anymore. This is the best. I don't know what you're talking about. The plants produce large white to purple tinged trumpet flowers and spiny round seed pods, also known as thorn apple. And the 
actinomorphic flowers are bisexual like me nice. and pentamorous morris with tubular with a tubular corolla tubular yeah the car a tubular mean, car I, mean. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we're beavis and butthead right now beavis and <laughs> i know oh, who no! they i know i know i know i know i know who they are but i don't know who they are so i'm, I'm just, sorry i failed you again <laughs> i need to keep going forward <laughs> I'm never gonna finish that. <laughs> <laughs> this is a doozy. Naturas have been used as poisons, medicines, and ritual intoxicant agents. Each species has its own characteristic um, strong narcotic tropo- tropane alkaloids. So, this is t- typically that scopolamine, the atropine, daturine, and dramonine. Um, it also makes them one of the most dangerous and poisonous plants known. Metalidine is the principal hallucinogen, but is only abundantly found in one of two species. Mm. Now, Datura is a plant that is unfortunately often abused in recreational use because mm. it produces hallucinations and intoxication that can last for days. Don't abuse your flowers. You also, I still can't jerks. ever imagine being high for days. No, I can't do it. No. I, there's, there's no way. No. There's no way. I'm good for a few hours and then I'm done. Users may ingest the datura, smoke it, or use it as a lotion on the skin. Uh, sadly, many people die of datura overdoses because it's easy to misjudge how much of the drug that you're taking. That's just, like, sad. Do your research. Don't eat plants in your backyard. Or maybe just try a little bit. Not much, just a little. But and go from there. But, but know how much a little bit is. <laughs> One seed's cool or something. I don't know. <laughs> I, don't I have know. no idea. Do not quote us on this. <laughs> Do your research. <laughs> So as little as 15 grams of datura, which is between 15 and 25 seeds, can be a fatal dose. The side effects on the body can last um, long after the high wears off. Now in the United States, the common name for the thorn apple is Jimson weed. And a contradiction, um, so this is a contradiction of Jamestown weed. Robert Beverly, in his book History and Present State of Virginia in 1705, tells of an incident that covered that occurred in colonial Jamestown to a group of unwitting soldiers who ate uh, the thorn apple um, in a salad. And it basically tells of uh, that they ate quite a bit of it. It ended up being uh, quite a comedic situation for everybody. Um, and then everyone ended up acting like basically a moron for several days. But it, did, but it didn't kill anybody. Um, it looked like it didn't kill anybody. Well, that's so, good, at least. So that's good. Um, they eventually, after 11 days, returned to themselves, not rem- <laughs> remembering anything that had passed. <laughs> so. Well, at least, at least it became comedy instead of tragedy. Yeah, you're going to have to take a really long break from work if you want to do this, I guess. <laughs> or counterpoint if you want a long break from work <laughs> fair why did you get fired oh uh, i ate salad i ate a salad and it just the leaves the leaves gave me uh you know poisoning you know food poisoning food poisoning what are you gonna do now the following following information is from mhs slash uh dbt.com this is a mental health service, so please contact the website if you do have an addiction that you would like help for. But anyway, so there's um, hyoscyamine is a treatment for ulcers, irrit- irritable bowel syndrome, or IBS, and pancreatitis, as well as other stomach issues. Isn't that kind of funny how poison that 
attacks your GI system also helps your GI system. Yeah, I'm not sure how that works. I'm not a scientist. Yeah, neither am I. I mean, I was going to be, but I bombed out. So. I like ethics. <laughs> <laughs> I like science, but I bombed out. <laughs> so then I got <laughs> then I got my associates in criminal justice because it was easier. I did not know that. <laughs> I've been to six schools, so if you're going to take advice from somebody... It's not going to be either one of it's us. It's not going to be either one of us. My wife graduated. She's an illustration major. Oh. Yeah. I did not know that. You didn't know that? Oh, she's amazing. You didn't. You don't tell me all these things. Ugh. Maybe you should talk about your beautiful wife more. I can. We can do a whole episode on how much I love my wife. Oh, my God. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> so, hyaciamine can make you sleepy, cause headaches, or blur your vision. Um, now, atropine is a medication for digestive ailments. Um, this includes Parkinson's disease and heart problems, among others. Side effects may include, but are not limited to, headaches, nausea, difficulty in urination and fever. And then scopolamine um, in the form, now this is in the form of a prescription patch. It is used to help with motion sickness. The side effects to scopolamine are similar to atropine and hyoscyamine. Now these include drowsiness, blurred vision, and confusion. When these three chemicals are used separately under the supervision of a medical professional, Side effects are controlled, and the drugs are generally safe. However, when used in a combination, as in Daturas, they are very dangerous and easy to overdose. The signs of an overdose include an inability to tell reality from fantasy, high body temperature, tachycardia, violent behavior, and pupil dilation. That's, like, actually scary. Yes. hmm Yeah. It's like and- zombies. No. Yeah? Zombies don't have a heart, so how could they have tachycardia? Uh, zombies still have hearts, Chris. What if... Yeah, but their hearts can be eaten out, and they don't need them. <laughs> Boom, baby. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine. We'll find a zombie thing at some point. <laughs> we are going to do an episode on zombies, but... <gasps> but not, like, stereotypical, like, zombification. All right, so here are a few of the effects, but there are many more. Dilated pupils, dehydration, high blood pressure, muscle cramps, hallucinations, restless leg syndrome. Now, mentally, detura can cause um, amnesia, confusion, psychosis, and hallucinations in addition um, to altering mood and emotional expression. If a person takes too much detura but not enough to overdose, the consumer still may experience something similar to a hangover as the drug metabolizes. The individual may feel some anxiety, dehydration, sleepiness, and light sensitivity, as well as Ugh. other symptoms. I hate light sensitivity. Yeah, that one sucks. Ugh. Treating an overdose usually involves um, using activated charcoal to prevent absorption of the drugs and intravenous bisotiscamine something... <laughs> Um, to uh, cross the blood-brain barrier and to calm aggravated receptors. However, this antidote cannot be administered to those with heart problems and may only work temporarily, which is also another reason why detura overdose is so dangerous. Again, going back to it can last for several days. Ugh, I still hate that. Yeah. Now, there are many cases of detura poisoning in uh, the literature. J. Russell et al. reported that six members of the same family who ate um, homemade stew that included Datura developed anticholernic. I think that's it. Two of these patients had increased CPK levels. 
In addition, it was reported that the I couldn't say this before either. It was reported that the fulminant hepatitis and rhabdomyces occurred in the eight-year-old child who ate detera leaves. The patient's hepatic enzyme levels also increased, but they returned to normal 10 days later. Hmm. Now, in 2007, Dyker et al. reported that rhabdomyces occurred in two cases after drinking tea that was made with datura stramonium, and the CPK levels of, this, or of these patients reached 6,694. This patient underwent fatal metabolic acidosis. So fatal means they died. Rest in peace. Yeah. That's, that's really sad, actually. That, that is really sad. Now, in 2008, a study published by Weeb et al. Delirium. <laughs> Weeb. 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 Weeb the dweeb. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Sorry. Such an adult. <laughs> now, delirium developed in four patients due to detura stramonium poisoning, and rhabdomyces occurred in one of those patients whose CPK levels was 1,338 in, in the other um person the increase in cpk indicated rhabdomyces the patient's hepatic and renal functions were normal the presence of sinus tachycardia left bundle block aspiration pneumonia and rhabdomyces prolonged his duration of hospitalization and his symptoms of detero poisoning were more distinctive however um, he ended up recovering with suitable treatment you know, sinus arrhythmia in, in vet med is not nearly as critical as in human med. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. I hear sinus arrhythmias legit all the time. Oh. Now, in conclusion, datura stramonium may be accidentally used as a food ingredient. Since its poisonous effects are not known to the public, they should be informed and warned. Ingestion of this plant can not only cause anticholinergic toxicity, but the uh, deterioration of cerebral functions, serious liver toxicity, cardiac conduction problems, and decline in renal functions due to rhabdomyces. Now, public awareness is needed to prevent severe poisoning, morbidity, and mortality. And then some extra little facts. So angel trumpets, um, they're closely related to deturas. They're found in the Andean tropics of Western South America. They are highly toxic. Um, like their North American counterparts, the beautiful woody trees and shrubs are nevertheless popular um, ornamentals throughout the world. So just be careful what you're planting. Now, some scholars believe that Delphic oracles in ancient Greece used detura to induce uh, their legacy visions. The Aztecs used Datura as a painkiller in initiation rituals and as a narcotic for ritual sacrifices. Whoa, wait, wait, wait. Initiation. So, like, their initiation needed painkillers? Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, yeah, I guess. <laughs> Datura has been used as an ingredient in the ritual practice of zombification in the Caribbean and is locally known as the zombie cucumber. Now, there's a really good um, string of Vice episodes that go over this topic. They're really, really pretty wonderful about a guy who goes down to Haiti and he tries to find the zombie drug and it's this whole debacle. I but definitely want to watch that. It's really, really good. <laughs> it sounds fun. Yeah. If you look up the zombie drug on Vice, you'll definitely find it. Hell yeah. But, I love the little noise in the background. Yeah. But uh, they do go around the island, and it shows um, that the uh, zombie cucumbers just grow everywhere in everyone's yard. You can get them whenever you want. That's hilarious. Yeah. They're just everywhere. So <laughs> it's very weird. That is a little bizarre. But you know what? You know, you do you. 
Yeah. I'm not your mom. Well, I mean, this is Haiti. So. I'm not your mom, Haiti. You can handle it. <laughs> You're pretty white to be their mom. <laughs> I'm pretty I'm super white to be your mom. But I will accept you and I love you, just so you guys know. I have so much unconditional love that will go to everybody. I feel like that's what the Europeans told them to. <laughs> and then started taking over all these countries. I I mean that I sincerely. I mean that sincerely. <laughs> oh my gosh. Anybody listening, I love you unconditionally. That's for you. She only says that when she's on vodka. That's not true. <gasps> I would say I love you to anybody, but mostly my wife. <laughs> <laughs> my wife gets the romantic kind of I love you, where I get to kiss her after. Oh, nice. Dang. Mm-hmm. We're pretty serious. Oh, <laughs> yeah. I mean, you've lived together for how long? <laughs> <laughs> Three years. <laughs> now, until recently, Detra cigarettes were prescribed to asthma sufferers, <laughs> which is the dumbest thing I've ever heard of. Sounds legit. Uh, Detra plants have been studied for their capacity to absorb heavy metals in biomediation projects. I'm sorry, I'm just going to snort about the heavy metal <laughs> Oh, my God. Heavy metal can be good. <laughs> Dead by April is a great band. I love Dead by April. Uh, you know what else sucks up heavy metals? Cattails. You're trying to think if I'm making a joke, aren't you? Yeah, I am. I'm trying <laughs> the to plant. Figure, I'm trying to figure it out. I still don't get There's it. plants called cattails. I know that. And then they suck up the toxins and the metals. I didn't know that. Yeah. And then you can get them out of your water system when you pull them up and then burn them somewhere else. Oh, my God. The things you'll learn in science classes. But wow. that was like 20 years ago, so that's probably wrong now. I'm so no. glad I don't have a degree. <laughs> like I said, my only degree is uh, in criminology. <laughs> so We're doing great. We're doing great. Um, browsing animals usually avoid eating the plants due to its foul odor and taste. Good on them. And the Chumash Indians of Southern California integrated Datura into their creation mythology. So the old grandmother, Mamoy, turned herself into the plant Datura after the Great Flood. Um, this marked the transition between mythical times and the modern world. Oh, that's actually really interesting. Yeah. And then Georgia O'Keeffe often depicted Datura flowers in her world-famous paintings. She said that when I think of the delicate fragrance of the flowers, I almost feel the coolness and sweetness of the evening. Which is beautiful. That's really sweet. My turn. Your turn. We're going to talk about wolfsbane, because why not? Wolfsbane is a one to three meter tall plant with beautiful, vibrant flowers resembling that of a hood or a helmet. It is also known as monk's hood for that same reason. Wolfsbane was used uh, to poison local predators, such as wolves and panthers in the 18th century. It would be hidden within uh, raw meat. Wait. Oh, okay. That was my answering my question. I was like, what? What the fuck kind of panthers eat fucking herbs? <laughs> Plants. They would put them in, like, meat and then just, like, put them out. Because, like, at that point, that was the scariest thing is predators out there, man. We were very fragile. Babies. And, and then God gave us guns. I don't think God gave us guns. <laughs> that is what the QAnon people say. The, the what? QAnon. QAnon? Do you watch the news? No. <laughs> this is my nose. I don't know. 
You were even raised in Wisconsin. I can't believe someone didn't teach you that God gave us guns or some shit like that. I'm sorry. God didn't. <laughs> Pretty sure in the Bible somewhere it says don't kill people, so. Uh, the Bible also wasn't aware of guns at that time. <laughs> Boom, baby. So then why is that okay? <laughs> uh, don't and- take my guns. <laughs> One of Wolfsbane's other common <laughs> names is women's bane because, as we talked about before, women like to poison people because it's just, you know, a sneaky way to get what you want besides just stabbing someone with a knife. That seems pretty fair to me. I guess because most women are passive aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> passive aggressive, just poisoning you and watching you die. Just Honestly, putting a little bit of herbs in your soup, no big deal. And also, it's less traceable. Sometimes. Than stabbing. You're supposed to just give them insulin. But what if they're not diabetic? Then they die. That's yeah, the but point. then they're going to be like, oh, there's insulin in the blood. It's not traceable. What? Yeah. Don't tell me that. <laughs> You're not going to kill Kendra, so I totally feel safe telling you. That's true. <laughs> I love her so much. <laughs> Babe, I know you don't listen to our podcast, but if you do, for some reason, listen to this one episode, I love you so much. Oh, we're going to have to talk about her listening to the episodes, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) In Victorian times, Wolfsbane was used as a common analgesic and painkiller in small doses. This made it easy for some to get their hands on and also use Wolfsbane for their personal forms of revenge. Beyond that, it was also used across history. Like in ancient Chinese culture, they poisoned arrows. It is theorized that not the Nazis tried to make like a poisonous bullet out of it. Um, ancient Romans used Wolfsbane as a method of execution. And uh, top it all off, Wolfsbane is also known in folklore as a powerful weapon against werewolves and also sometimes a cure. Also doesn't make any sense. I don't know. No. I just work here. The reality of the plant is fairly simple. It is highly toxic, and every part of it is highly toxic. The most dangerous of the toxins produced is aconitine. Um, This alkaloid attacks both the heart and the nervous system. Often the symptoms can creep on within a few hours to a few minutes. Uh, The symptoms caused by wolfsbane include numbness and tingling, slow or fast heart rate, and GI symptoms such as nausea, uncontrolled vomiting, abdominal pain, and diarrhea. Of course, in worst cases, it can cause respiratory paralysis and heart rhythm abnormalities, which can lead to death. The only treatment for wolfsbane ingestion is supportive care. There is no specific antidote to the toxin whatsoever. But despite this, there are many cases where people have accidentally ingested wolfsbane, or sometimes even on purpose. They're in some cases are herbalists who have prescribed small amounts and people just you know do a little bit more um i do have like a very small case of like an older couple who like made a little salad and went to their yard and they found some like oh this is cute this will look good in our salad and they try they ate it this is why you don't eat salads (laughs) don't eat salads you don't eat fruits don't eat salads i like fruits don't eat berries i don't really like berries not even strawberries? I like strawberries. And I guess technically watermelon is a berry, so I like be- watermelon too. It's not a melon, it's a berry? Mm-hmm. Mind blown. <laughs> <laughs> but now we're going to jump into our case, because this is a doozy. 
So the case is on George Henry Lamson, who was an American doctor in 1881. He had served his fair share of time in military prior, yet the trauma, of course, of all of that was difficult to shake, and he did fall into the temptation of morphine. He became a drug addict, uh, and it was not great. His brother-in-law, Herbert John, passed away in 1879, leaving George Henry Lamson with about 700 quid, which is nearly $1,000. He attempted to use this to set up his own doctoring practice, but his addiction kind of fucked that up. Um, George Henry Lamson did end up manipulating his family and his friends for that money. He even ended up swindling his patients to keep up with that addiction. Yet this was not enough. Debtors were coming to collect and Dr. Lamson needed a way out. So he developed a brilliant plan. His wife's brother, Percy Malcolm John, was severely crippled, yet hanging over the 19-year-old boy's head was 1500 quid, or about $2,000. I should have looked this up to see if it is life insurance, but I think it might actually just be what he had, like, physically. Oh, okay, yeah, because yeah. we had this conversation previous. Yeah, and I've been thinking about it. I'm like, you're right, you're right. But all of that $2,000 would go to his wife, and thus him. So Dr. Lamson decided to use his medical training to achieve his utmost goal. He had been taught by Dr. Robert Christensen, Queen Victoria's own personal physician. In his teachings, he had been informed that one particular extract of wolfsbane, aconitine, was untraceable, and that would be his murder weapon. Now, spoiler alert, it is not untraceable, but that is not the point of this case. Within five months, he had developed this brilliant plan. Okay, so the invention of capsules was a super new super exciting thing overseas and dr lamson would intend to pose as if he were meeting with percy malcolm john at the blenheim house school in wimbledon and this was so that he could just kind of talk to his brother-in-law but also just kind of you know show him these capsules this cool new invention um headmaster william henry bedbrook was present during the scene and dr lampson demonstrated the magic of capsules and of course the ease of its use he posed as if he was excited to introduce the invention to the school in the hopes that all the boys there could use it more easily um, to take all of their medications because this was a medical school he thusly filled a capsule with sugar and told percy to demonstrate since he was quote-unquote a swell pill taker percy did as he was told with no trouble at all during this demonstration, Dr. Lampson also provided Percy and himself and others present with uh, Dundee cake and sweets. They all ate it together, and Dr. Lampson did eventually have to excuse himself to catch this train to Paris. Shortly after, however, Percy stated he just wasn't really feeling well and needed to return to his room. So he was brought up there, um, and at that point, he quickly regressed into fits of vomiting and severe nausea. Racked with excruciating pain for about four hours, the toxins finally did take his life. And, of course, immediately suspicion fell on Dr. Lamson, uh, which he was prepared for. He actually returned four days after his trip to Paris to kind of confront all these allegations to him um, because 
the capsules, that's not what he used to poison Percy. Rather, he filled the raisins of the cake he had uh, originally made with the toxic aconitine. So all of them were injected with it. This way, the investigation would focus on the capsules, and then they'd be sure to be sugar, everything innocent, and it wouldn't be his fault. But what Dr. Lanson neglected to realize was that the way of the murder and how it occurred is not what people care about. Uh, they just cared about the fact that he looks guilty, guilty all over. So Dr. Lamson's motive, resources, and access to everything he needed to commit the murder was more than enough. And he was sentenced to hang until dead in 1882. Once he realized his plan failed, he did beg for mercy, but nah, that didn't happen. So he came up with a capsule, is what you're saying? No. Oh, okay, gotcha. No, he just came overseas, and he's like, dude, guys, look out this cool capsule. I'm going to fill it with sugar and make my brother-in-law eat it. Look at that. It's so good. And he thought that, like, the capsules is what people would focus on, and when they proved it was just sugar, he'd be scot-free. But, uh, yeah, that, that didn't happen at all. Well, it's not like today's system. Yeah. Today's system would, I mean... Look at the capsules and then look at the contents of his stomach and then... <laughs> yeah. I mean, they did find the aconitine in his stomach. They just didn't know how. And they knew that Dr. Lamson could get it. And it was this whole thing. It's like, he did it. I don't care if it was the sugar or the cake. <laughs> I love the fact that it took him five months to come up with a plan that epically failed. <laughs> It did not work. This is like something that I would come up while drinking rum, <laughs> and I would uh, wake up in the morning and be like, oh, that was a fucking great idea, while I'm, like, still drunk, and try it. It would not take me five months to come up with injecting raisins with poison. Yeah, it was pretty much a big, giant failure. Does this prove that all doctors aren't smart? <laughs> and that's what we have for you guys today. This is what we have. I know plenty of doctors that haven't been very smart with my medical needs. I mean, I have a lot of medical needs, and they're just all kind of dropping the gun. Is that what it is? Drop the gun? Drop the... Drop. They're not dropping the mic, that's for sure. <laughs> that is for certain. I need a lot of medical attention, and I don't have the money nor resources to, to like, grab that shit. Oh, well, that's our show for today. Yeah. Moral of the story, don't ingest salads. Don't ingest. <laughs> don't eat things from your backyard, you guys. Just don't do it. It's huh. a bad idea. Or raisins on a cake, because raisins shouldn't be on a fucking cake anyway. Ugh. My no. God. But we have social media. <laughs> we do have social media. You can find us on Facebook. At High Times Dark Crimes. You can find us on Twitter. At HTDC underscore podcast. We would love if you would become a patron at High Time Star Crimes. You can email us at High Time Star Crimes at gmail.com. And then you can like, <laughs> share, subscribe. We appreciate you so much. Sponsor us, you know, let, help us live our best lives so that you can listen to us live our best lives. <laughs> well, then we can also have more content yeah. and more time to do fun things like yeah. this. Because we're full time. We're both full-time employees. We're both full-time, yeah. And uh, and we're both full-time parents. I have a cat. She's got an actual daughter. Full-time partners. Full-time humans. Maybe not. <laughs> I'm definitely a part-time human. <laughs> <laughs> okay, bye. Okay, bye. Okay, bye.